This is our first session on Ephesians 2, 4-7, where we turn from the uh, horrible news of verses 1-3 through to the magnificent words of 2, 4-7. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love, rich in mercy, great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead, in our trespasses, made us alive, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. And he raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. So, Father, as we shift gears from all of that horrible condition that we were in before this miracle happened in verses 4 through 7, grant that against that backdrop, we would feel the deepest thanksgiving, the most intense hope, the greatest joy, liberation from all our fears and freedom for love. This is a glorious thing, Lord, and I pray you'd work it now in us in Jesus' name. Amen. All I want to do in this session is make sure we see something that many people mute, many people push aside, many people deny who want to focus only on some kind of positive gift that God gives us instead of the staggering reality that he delivers us from his own wrath. So let's just see it. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, and then he pauses to to define what he's meaning when he says made us alive, by grace you have been saved. And the big question is, saved? What does that mean? Saved. When you save somebody, they're in trouble, right? They're in some kind of fix, and they need to be rescued. What are we being rescued from? This but right here, you could say, but. God saved, but God saved us. From what? Here's the preceding verse. We all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature, by nature, children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. Every single human being is so suited, so fit, in our disobedient nature, that we are children of wrath. That is, our nature is of such a kind that wrath could be our parent. It would be so natural for wrath to come upon us. So what we are being saved from is wrath. And lest you miss it, this is God's wrath. Here's chapter 5, verse 6. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God 
is coming upon the sons of disobedience, the very phrase used in Ephesians 2.2. So, but God saved us from wrath is the way to understand this. But God, in making us alive with Christ, saved us from his wrath. This is what many people really stumble over. They say, what? If, if God is rich in mercy, if he's full of great love for those he makes alive, where's room for wrath? <laughs> That's not for us to say. We're not in the business of telling God what he has room for. We're in the business of listening to God and submitting to his word. We are by nature children of wrath. But God saved us from his wrath because of his mercy, from his wrath because of his love. That's what we have to see. Here's Jesus' words in John 3.36. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. So life, they are made alive, like Paul says in verse 5. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him because it's on every person. Because that's what Paul says in 2.3, children of wrath like the rest of mankind. And then he makes explicit, so explicit, so clear in Romans 5.9, since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God, from wrath. And we know it's of God. God saves us from the wrath of God. Here it is again in 1 Thessalonians 1.10. We wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus who delivers us from the wrath to come. This is the great problem. God is full of rage against sinners, and they are going to be cast into hell and destruction if we are not delivered. Here it is in 1 Thessalonians 5, 9. God has not destined us, those who are in Christ, those who are made alive. God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation, saved from wrath. Whose wrath? God's wrath. Who saves? God. God saves from God's wrath through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that whether we wake or sleep, we might live with him. And don't make this mistake. So many people over the years have said, the Lord Jesus is the merciful one, and he rescues us from the wrath of the angry God. That is emphatically not what the Bible says in any of these texts. God does the saving from the wrath of God. Now, it's not only wrath from which we're saved. James 5.20, whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. So that's another way to describe what we're being saved from, eternal death. Or 
the most familiar phrase of all, perhaps, she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Well, what's the problem with sins? Sins bring wrath, bring punishment. Sins have power, and we must be freed from the power, and sins have guilt, producing punishment, which equals wrath. And Jesus came into the world to deliver us from both. Sins are forgiven, punishment is averted, wrath is absorbed by Christ himself. Or here's something even more positive, 2 Timothy 2.10, I endure everything for the sake of the elect that they may obtain salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. We are saved for eternal glory. Or 2 Timothy 4.18, the Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and save me for his heavenly kingdom. We are saved for something as well as from something, but mainly the note falls on saved from sins, saved from death, saved from wrath. So that's the the main point that I want to stress. But God saved us from what? What he just said was our biggest problem here in verse 3. We are children of wrath. Indeed, all of mankind are under God's wrath. And therefore, Christ comes into the world sent by the Father, and the Father in Christ removes wrath. And that's the meaning of saved here in relation to verse 3. So don't ever, ever lose this note. God, because he's rich in mercy and because he has great love, saves in Christ from his wrath.